Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Hazel Marroquin. And I think some of you have never heard Hazel before because she's our new PR person. And uh, she was in the offices this week, and I asked her to join me on the radio. Are you happy to be here, Hazel? I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, and she actually has a lot to help with uh, in our offices, but also she has a lot to say because she has a lot of life experience, and that's why, and great humor, by the way. <laughs> I love your laughter, so uh, we hope well, thank to, you. that you're on the radio a lot more with us when you come to visit us all the way here to the Los Angeles area. It'll be an honor and a blessing indeed. <laughs> so we are starting a new series, and the, ser- the series is on women of the Bible. And and uh, the first week is going to be on unnamed women of the Bible. Did you know, Hazel, that a lot of the stories that we know very well, we don't know the name of the woman that was in this story. That's quite interesting. Yeah, isn't it? Very. Yeah, yeah because here in this century, in this day and age, we usually call each other by name, right? It's very nice to have a name. <laughs> Yes, but sometimes. <laughs> but in the Bible, a lot of the names are not there, which means that we are not we know them by either their sickness or their disease or by their shameful behavior, but we don't know who they were. Yeah, and a lot of times we definitely don't want to be known by a certain char- characteristics in our lives. <laughs> yes, and actually, unfortunately, that happens a lot in the churches where you go, hey, there goes the jailbird, there goes the adulterous one, yeah, there goes that, you know, and people know them, know us, including and myself. Don't I don't even failure. know our real name. Yeah, 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 they know us by our failures, right? And here we have the Samaritan woman who carried quite a bit of shame. It was like, if you imagine yourself, and maybe you're listening to us, imagine yourself with all these bags that you're carrying. That, that we call it baggage, but I mean, visualize it as bags. You know, we all have bags, don't you think, Hazel? Absolutely, I agree. And I know some of yours. Oh. <laughs> but that's not for today. <laughs> yeah. And you know some of mine. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and see, this woman had a lot of baggage, and she thought nobody knew what was going on. And Jesus had to go all the way to Samaria, and that's why she's called a Samaritan woman, even though we don't know her name, because this woman needed to hear about Jesus and and his love for her, and she found a big surprise. She realized that this man really knew her and still wanted to talk to her. I love the part about he had to go through there, kind of like a had to go exactly to the urgent care the other day. (laughs) She had to go, by the way, everybody, because she fell in a hike, but that's also for another day. Exactly. So before we go to the story, um, uh, I just want to remind our listeners, because some of you have followed us uh, in the in the series that we did on John that just finished um, a few days ago, that he uses a double narrative, which means that there's two levels, the level that you see with your eyes and the level that you uh, come into when you believe is, is, is the reality you cannot see, but you can believe in. Oh, that's awesome when you finally get it. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so every story in the Gospel of John has two levels, the level you see and the level that you come to believe in. Can you think of any stories like that in the Gospel of John? I know there's Nicodemus. For example, Nicodemus, yes, right? Yes. So Jesus says, you got to be born again. And he goes, how can I be born again and enter into my mother's womb? And Jesus says, no, I'm not talking about that level. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about this other level, the spiritual level. So every story that John will tell will have a dialogue between both levels. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. And the, yeah, and the Samaritan woman it will be about the water that she came to seek. 
and the water that Jesus wants to give her. Oh. But we have it also in John 11 with Lazarus, is, you know, he's sleeping and they're saying, oh, well, he's sleeping, he's going to get better. And Jesus says, no, he's not really sleeping, he's dead, but he, because he believes in me, whoever believes in me will uh, be. That's awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. So, <laughs> so anyways, let's get started. And uh, uh, Hazel just talked about uh, a verb that we have in the very beginning of the story, which is in John chapter 4, verse 4. And so we're going to ask Hazel to, to get started and read verses 4, 5, and 6. And, and he, he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a city, Samaria, called Sychar, near parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. And Joseph's well was there. So Jesus, being wearied from his journey, was sitting thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. So before we go any farther, we're going to emphasize what Hazel said a moment ago. He had to pass through Samaria. <laughs> had, yes. Why, why, why do you like that word? I like it because he technically really didn't have to, but there was a purpose for him to actually be there at that time, at that moment. Why didn't he technically have to? I mean, this is very important. That's why I'm pressing on it. <laughs> See, a lot of people think he had to because there was no other road. But all of us study the New Testament and the maps and all of that. We know that there was a road that the Jews had made around Samaria. So no Jew ever had to go through Samaria. So when it says he had to, it's not a geographical purpose. It was uh, there were two groups of people, I believe, that just couldn't get along. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. So he had to because he wanted to meet this woman uh, and not because there was no other road. And so when you read he had to, everybody, don't think, oh, Jesus had to, poor thing, because there was no other road. No, he had to because he had to uh, find this woman who was very hurt with a lot of baggage, with a lot of things, <laughs> and he had to let her know. Yeah, how I like he, that. Yeah, because yeah. he had to come and find me sometime <laughs> at <laughs> some point. Uh, yes. that's, that's right. Yes. He had to come to find some of us uh, in our own Samarias, right? And something that is important to know is that this woman was filled with shame, like many of us have been at some point in our lives, because she comes at the sixth hour, and that was uh, what time of noon, the day? It was about noon, I believe. Yes, exactly, because the Romans started counting at 6 a.m. Very so hot. So the sixth <laughs> hour was noon, very hot in yes. the desert. But she didn't want to see anybody. You know, when you come late to church, so nobody will, <laughs> so oh, nobody yes. will ask any questions. And you kind of sneak in and then exactly. rush out. Exactly. So she was also very lonely, because uh, the well was a place where women came as a social group. The women in the first century actually got the water for the whole city. <laughs> then this woman came by herself because no woman wanted to see, be seen with this woman. Yeah, a lot of women probably wish we still had some walls around. <laughs> 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 yes, that's, that's true, uh, because we some some women are very lonely, and, and also the wells were where you found uh, husbands. A companion, yes. Yes, and so in the Old Testament, there's a lot of wells, and a lot of men going to wells to see if they can find <laughs> So we should build some wells around some churches. Yes, church, we should, right? definitely. <laughs> but something that many people don't know is that uh, after three divorces, you became an outcast uh, in the first century, and this woman had five divorces. Amazing. So oh, she's yes. completely um, outcast. But perhaps the, the, the one one point that is that most people don't know is that she was the most rejected woman we have in all the Bible because women were not able to ask for a divorce. So if she was divorced, it's because somebody had rejected her and given her a certificate of divorce. Yeah, and that's crazy because they could really divorce you for any reason. You burn their toast or anything like that. And I thought that was the most ridiculous <laughs> thing when I when I first read that. Yes, and there, there, we have documents from the first century that say that if you burn the toast, your husband could give you a certificate of divorce. Wow. I mean, I would be divorced many, many times. Oh, yeah. I, had burned <laughs> <the> <laughs> yeah I would have been done a long time ago. <laughs> That's right. So here we have a rejected woman who has been rejected by five men who she's been married with. And this six men is just sleeping with her. 
rejecting yeah. her in the worst, worst form possible. Well, exactly, which we have a lot of that going on today. Yes, because he, he won't even marry her. She right. sh- he's, she just wants her for sex, but but rejects her in every other way, you know. So so here we have this rejected woman who meets a man by the well, and you already know the context, and finds a whole different type of man, and she will try to avoid uh, avoid contact because she... If you have been hurt, you're going to try to hide. Absolutely. And she tries to hide between patterns of avoidance, we call them. And we have five that we're going to go through real quick. And we're going to read verse 9 right away. Chapter 4, verse 9. Maybe Hazel can help us with this. Therefore, the Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink since I am a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. So here we have our first uh, avoidance pattern. It has worked for her before, and she is using prejudice. And um, she thought that Jesus was going to say, oh, yeah, you're right, you're a Samaritan. I shouldn't be talking to you. But Jesus talks about something completely different. Jesus says, I'm not here to talk about that, Samaritans. I have a gift for you, says in verse 10. So this woman goes to the second, uh, the second part. She Read verse 12 for us, Hazel. You are not greater than our father Jacob, are you? Who gave us the well and drank of it himself and his sons and his cattle. <laughs> when Jesus starts offering this, this other water that he has, that he has a gift, then she goes to another place, this superiority. And unfortunately, I have used that sometimes saying, are you greater? I mean, who who, who are you? How, you know, are you known in this church? <laughs> What's your last name? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I was in Jesus' place, you know, I would go, what? You know who I am? I am the great I am. I'm the, you know, the God of your Abraham, Isaac. On Jacob and I'm doctor behind my name in front of my name. <laughs> well, th- well, don't get personal. I, th- uh, here we have somebody that uh, is rejected, but is trying to protect herself. So she uses prejudice and superiority, and then goes on when Jesus says, "Okay, let's get real here." So she says, "Go call your husband." And she says, uh, mm. I have no husband. Yeah, well. And that's a superficial truth. I mean, has this ever happened to you that somebody asks you a question and you just kind of give a superficial answer? Well, kind of just to get rid of them, basically. <laughs> yes. It, yeah, it has happened well, to me. Sure. Because I've been through difficult things and people want to know things. and you know, well, Absolutely, all the time. And Jesus says, well, no, I, I know a little more than you think I know. And so he, he actually will say to her, I know who you are on verse 18. Why don't you read for us? For you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have (laughs) is not your husband. This you have said truly. Can you imagine her face? Wow. When when she has used superficial truth as a third avoidance pattern, she thinks, okay, I'm going to get rid of this person. (laughs) And, And he says, I really know who you are. I really know you fully, and I'm still wanting to talk to you. And, and, you know, unfortunately, we're running out of time so fast because this is such a rich narrative. And, and she will try two more things. And the fourth one is a very dangerous one because she says, okay, can we talk about mountains, please? Let's stop talking about me. Yeah, can we not make me the focus here? <laughs> Nobody likes to be the focus. Exactly. So in verse 20, she after this, instead of saying, yeah, can we talk about what happens? She goes, can we talk about mountains? You, you say that we should worship in this mountain and the other mountain. And Jesus says, look, you have no idea why I had to come to Samaria. It's because of you. And it's, it, <laughs> she this still is, didn't get it. Yeah, that's right. So he goes, look, the Father is looking for those who will worship in spirit and truth. Uh, we're not ta- here to, to talk about mountains. Wow. You know, so she uses the last pattern that we call procrastination. And she says, well, when the Messiah comes, you know. I know help. a little bit of that word. Yeah. 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 <laughs> procrastination, <laughs> you mean? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> so Jesus said, I am. And when he says, I am, on verse 26, hmm. um, 
we're told that this woman on verse 28 forgot her water pot. Wow. You know, and this is awesome because the, the water has been going on the whole narrative long. She with the waters that she came to get, and Jesus with the water that she's offering. Uh, I want, I have this gift for you, this water that will become a fountain, you know. When she leaves her water pot, she goes and talks to everybody because she has found somebody yeah, for the first time in her life. It's, it's, and it's just amazing how she forgot what she totally went there for because <laughs> she got this bigger thing. Th- that's right. She got the, the water that Jesus right. was offering. She got the woohoo. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. The woohoo. <laughs> And see, here we have somebody that, uh, for the first time, meets somebody that knows her fully and still wants to talk to her. Wow. And that becomes her her testimony, verse 29, verse 39, verse 42. She says, "I this has to be the Messiah. He stole me everything I've ever done. He has to be the Christ. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that, knowing something about it. Yeah. Just somebody knowing everything about you and still wanting to be your friend. Yes. Um, and, and today's message that we have for you is that Jesus knows you fully. Mm. Even if you don't have a name, even if you're from Samaria. And still loves us unconditionally. Yes, even if you are in in jail, even if you're a drug addict, Jesus has to come to you today Mm. because he knows everything about you and he still loves you. He still wants you because he has an exchange to make with you. She she left a water pot. She made the exchange. She came out with a living water and left the water pot there. Once I heard something that just totally amazed me that made me kind of understand. It says that... God can't love us more, even when whether we're good or bad, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he loves us the same all the time. Yeah, you can't. There's nothing you can do to to make God love you less, and there's nothing you can do to make God love you more. That's amazing because He already loves you as much as possible. He He has to come to your place, and mm. and maybe through this broadcast, He's coming to your place today. Wow. And uh, we want to give you the same invitation that the book uh, the book of Revelation ends with Revelation twenty two seventeen. Whoever's thirsty. Come, come to the water without cost. So if you're listening to us today and you're carrying a lot of bags and a lot of shame, know this, Jesus knows you fully and he loves you unconditionally. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.